0: <laughs> back. (laughs) We'll be right back. and welcome to another episode of the proton pack podcast i'm chris and with me always is the wacko to my yakko tony say hey tone
1: hey guys well it's good to be back and i'd like 42 pizzas 42 pizzas and a lot of (laughs) yeah you know it's been a long time
0: it's been a very long time yeah you know it's It's one of those things that, you know, I had my boys out for basically a month and a half, which makes it really hard to put this show together. And then, of course, the other thing is the whole coronavirus and, you know, not a lot of stories to compile together up for a pop culture show like this. But we do have a lot of stories that we have compiled for you just over time that, uh, you know what? We are here with a brand new live show for you guys. But before we get into the show itself... Why don't we go ahead and start with our shameless plugs? Shameless
1: plug time. <laughs>
0: Tony's mm-hmm. looking for the button.
1: Well, you know, I'm so used to just not having that. But, uh, yeah, it's been a while. So, uh, well, let's play this song here. I had to Put, dust this off.
0: Putting the training wheels back on.
1: Yeah, I got to get back on. It's shameless plug time. Shameless plug
0: these hills that
1: Juan Valdez and his trusty goat gather coffee beans every morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Money. Money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, kicking off the shameless plugs as we do each and every time, let's see, it's uh nope, over on that side, we're talking Rough Riders, <laughs> roughriders.org huh? <laughs> uh, is my dog rescue nonprofit. It is a 501c3. We go out and pick up dogs from the rural kill shelters, uh, not really fair to call them Call them kill shelters, but it's just a place where they go in. They've got limited time. So we pull them out. We transport them back to the Reno area, work with our local shelters, local rescues here, find them homes, give them a second chance at life. Uh, We're always raising money. We're always looking for help there. So uh, when you get a chance, head over to roughriders.org. Check things out there, or you can go over to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash rough writers saves. Now, Tony, you do a thing each and every week. In fact, you just finished doing what we're talking about. A little shameless plug here. Why don't you tell everybody about it?
1: Yeah, so I've, I've always been, uh, for the longest time, I've been helping our buddy Jimmy Jones do the movie segment uh, for Pop Culture Kaboom. You can listen to it on 95.4 954- 95.5 kmvc really if you just go to kmvc.org you can chime in anywhere you're at and you can listen to it um uh, it's the number one rated show on knvc and carson city community radio um like i said i do the movie segment it's been kind of tough lately because uh you know with the covid and everything just haven't uh, been able to do the movies and stuff so yeah, but no- we're still finding uh people are still releasing things and there's a lot of, uh, really crappy trailers out there. So
0: <laughs> a lot of the, uh, independence, the B sides, those sorts of things.
1: Yeah. You know, but one cool thing though, is there's been a lot more Netflix movies like over the last month, there's uh, the Charlize Theron, the old guard. Well, there's a new one that we actually talked about tonight. Um, and it's got uh, Jamie Foxx in it. And, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Yeah. The superhero flick, which is called if I I just didn't have my notes for it right here. It's called, uh, I don't know what it's called. It just went away. (laughs) The screen deleted. It's like, uh, the power, it's something about the power stones. It's this pill they take and they have superpowers for five minutes. It looks really good.
0: That's cool. Yeah. So so
1: there's some, I never heard of it until I did the uh, trailers this week.
0: Very cool, and so cop, uh, cop culture, pop culture, kaboom, is uh, six to eight Pacific Standard Time every day. I mean, every Sunday.
1: Seven to nine Pacific Standard Time.
0: Seven to nine.
1: Seven to nine, yeah, because then here in the mountain, uh, the mountain time, it's uh, it starts at eight o'clock here, and it goes until ten. So yeah, seven to nine Pacific.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah it's so been folks- a while, man. Go check it out, Pop Culture Kaboom with our friend Jimmy Jones. And then finally, with our uh, shameless plugs, Tony and I, if you guys don't know, do a daily show. It's called the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, uh, part of America Matters Media, and it is a two-hour morning show. It goes from 8 to 10 Pacific Time every morning. We talk about a little bit of this, a little bit about that. Uh, we've got uh, recurring segments. And overall, it's just a fun, goofy sort of, uh, as we call it, you know, your daily dose of laughs and levity. So that way, uh, you know, we're not talking about anything hard-hitting, any major coronavirus, political, religious. That's not us. We're just having fun. And,
1: we are uh, having uh, – it's a good time. And it it's is. a show, like, it's so hard not to say the word shit. So I'm just going to get that out here. I can say (laughs) shit on this show and not get fined. So I've done it on my other two radio shows. I've slipped the S word. I'm good about everything else, but uh, I just felt like getting that out for this one, but it is a, (laughs) uh, it is a lot of fun. We got a lot of good followers, uh, a lot of good stuff. And, uh, you know, we we haven't had him in a while, but we have a really funny third host on there too. So
0: Yes, uh, yeah. So well worth checking out. Folks can head over to uh, facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, as we say in every show. Um, or you can uh, head over to americamatters.us, listen to it live there. And, uh, you know, we live stream just the same way we do here. And so we're just about everywhere. But uh, that does it for our shameless plugs. Let's get into this episode of the Proton Pack Podcast as we do, well, I would say each and every week, but we've been out for a while. So it's
1: been a general so We're, we're going to roll with TVs, right?
0: We're going so, into the TV news.
1: Is this how we do this thing?
0: Bazinga. Oh! The cream of the clock. Oh, fuck. Excellent. Hail to the king, baby. Hail to the king, baby. All right, Tony, you do it better than I do uh, with this uh, first story. Oh, the very first words of the story. Do it as the uh, the pirate.
1: Yeah, me matey, because. Spongebob be coming back there, you <laughs> rubber.
0: Do you not have the story pulled up?
1: I do. Do <laughs> you want me to read it? Uh, what are the, yeah, uh, I'll, re- I'll, re- the fir- I'll read this one. What's the very
0: first line there, Tone? <laughs> oh,
1: are you ready, kids?
0: That's what I was waiting so for. So you're
1: looking? I, I didn't know. I had the headline up. <laughs> I'm yes. trying to think, like, uh, obviously on uh, the Phoenix, uh... You know, we take turns. I got stuff I read usually on here. I'm just the funny dude, <laughs> but I'm more than happy to read and Filippo a few things. So
0: oh, I just wanted the, uh, the the pirate voice. Are you ready, kids? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, as Tony alluded to, Camp Coral, a previously announced prequel to the classic SpongeBob SquarePants cartoon, will premiere on CBS All Access early next year. Also, CBS All Access is relaunching itself in 2021. So Viacom CBS announced that Camp Coral, the SpongeBob movie Sponge on the Rub, uh, <laughs> Sponge on the Rub. <laughs> Sponge on the Rub.
1: Sponge. Run. Did you say Camp Coral?
0: I did. Coral. Tony's buttons are a little delayed, but that's okay.
1: they're, they're delayed, yeah. Camp Coral. <laughs>
0: Um, the CGI feature film and a slew of popular uh, library titles will be making their way to the streaming service in the future. Specific release dates for the two SpongeBob t- titles are currently unavailable, but per, C- uh, per via Vi- wow, ViacomCBS's synopsis, Camp Coral and uh, will follow the ten-year-old SpongeBob SquarePants and his pals during summer sleepaway camp, where they spend their time building underwater campfires, catching wild jellyfish, and swimming in Lake. Yucky Muck at the craziest camp in the kelp forest, Camp Coral.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> camp Yucky Muck.
1: <Yarr>.
0: Camp Coral. <laughs> Every time I say it, it makes me think. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> camp Coral marks the first TV spinoff in the SpongeBob franchise, which includes 12 seasons and two films. A variety of Viacom CBS owned titles were added to the streaming service earlier today. Uh, This was well in advance, including the BET shows Real Husbands of Hollywood, Hit the Floor, and Single Ladies, Comedy Central's Chappelle show at Reno 911, 911, Nickelodeon's Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, Danny Phantom, and SpongeBob SquarePants, among others. The streaming service has also begun to roll out a new user interface. Features such as a curated homepage, a new content, oh, and new content categories. CBS referred to the title announcements and interface changes as steps towards an early 2021 rebranding, though it's unclear on what other things that could entail. Now, Tony, do you have CBS All Access?
1: I do not, um we did uh my sister got it for a while like during big bang theory when that was still on mm. and uh we checked it out that way but uh, you know just there wasn't a lot of shows now when you when you start to think of the viacom nickelodeon deals and all the franchises that has that might make it a little more enticing yeah um, it, it builds that library for sure um definitely great for kids i mean you know, you're pushing it when you got the real husbands of Hollywood and hit the floor in single ladies. I mean, it's not kind of the, uh, the, the stuff you really want, I would imagine, but uh, nonetheless, you know, it's, uh, it, and it's tough too, because it's not like CBS will have access to uh, big bang anymore. Cause that's right. on HBO max. So, you know, it's all it's anymore. It's like the streaming services are great to have, but, you really got to decide what has the best stuff for you. So
0: yeah. And CBS all access. Uh, I picked it up during the last football season, which was great. Cause I was able to catch, you know, certain NFL games, but I hadn't uh, canceled the service. So I still have it. I still pay for it. Can't tell you the last time I watched it and they've got great shows. They've got Picard, the new uh, star Trek series as well. Star Trek. Uh, ooh, somebody's it's it's yelling at me. The
1: animated one.
0: Well, there's the animated one, but the one that they really launched the service with. Um,
1: oh, it's okay. I'll find it for you.
0: Star Trek something or other. Uh, yeah,
1: it's, it, it's Rise of the Skywalker.
0: Yeah, that's the one. There Ooh. you go. People are screaming at us right now. But uh, in like, any case. Why
1: don't you? It's uh, Star Trek Lower Decks is the cartoon That's one. the cartoon. And then, uh, Strange New Worlds.
0: Nope, not that one. Uh, that's what it says no it's the one that they launched with um star card not discovery discovery that's what i was looking for they've got a lot of star trek on there wow they
1: do yeah they gotta jam that out man
0: (laughs) yeah but uh needless to say i once i actually remember to cancel it i probably will the only other thing is you know of their old cbs titles they don't have a lot of things. Like you said, Big Bang Theory is going away. Tried looking for uh, rules of engagement. That's not on there.
1: Oh, that was a great show. That was a great show. But but I really like that one.
0: Yeah, if you're into the old folks CBS shows, uh, they've got all the NCIC, NCIS, CSIs, all of those as well.
1: We got Matlock. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, wow, wow.
0: So that's what you can expect coming to CBS if uh, that's up your alley. Now, let's move on over to another streaming service, Hulu, bringing back a uh, old favorite of ours. And now, of course, we alluded to it in the beginning of the show. Well, Hulu has revealed the release date for its revival of the beloved 1990s cartoon Animaniacs. The antics begin on November 20th. So we don't have too far to wait. It's still coming this year. It's been 22 years since the final 99th episode of Animaniacs. Yeah, right? But 2020 sees the return of the popular show. Quote, Hulu, Amblin Television, and Warner Brothers Animation are proud to unveil a brand new version of the iconic family-friendly cartoon series for the whole family, as the Warner siblings Yakko and Wacko and their Warner sister Dot have a great time wrecking havoc, and mayhem in the lives of everyone they meet, said Hulu in a statement. Now, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot are not the only characters returning for the revival, though. The show wouldn't be complete without Pinky and the Brain, the two (laughs) labors, on a quest to take over the world. They'll be scheming in all 13 of the new episodes. Uh, Let's see. As with the original run, Steven Spielberg returns as executive producer of the series, And the 13 Animaniacs episodes being released in November are just the start. Blue has confirmed that the show will return for a second 13-episode season in 2021. The revival itself reportedly came out because of a surge of popularity for Animaniacs on Netflix. So uh, I was a big fan of the Animaniacs, uh, you know, back when it came out in the 1990s. It was a fun show to turn on when I got home from school, started doing homework. And, of course, you know, you could always count on them for a good laugh or two.
1: Oh, absolutely. It was that and Tiny Toon Adventures. Those were like the, uh, and then you got Batman, the animated series. That seemed oh, to be yeah. the uh, the afternoon uh, after school hour or yeah. hours Cause it was two, it was basically an hour and a half, right? Cause you had a half hour of one half hour of the other. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. So those were always fun to watch. And of course, you know, those were well after the whole Disney afternoon, uh, lineup, um, you know, which were in the we later 80s, early yeah. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move from Hulu over to Disney plus. There is a lot of streaming, but you know, that's, Across the, Cross way the going.
1: streams. Yeah, well, I like it.
0: <laughs> so Ron Howard says that the new Willow Disney Plus series remains in active development. Um,. You know, starring Warwick Davis, and obviously you can go back and watch a, a remastered high-def version of the movie, which definitely holds up well. But it starred Warwick Davis as the titular character, and the film finds the young farmer coming across Alora Dannon, an infant who is prophesied to bring the downfall of the evil queen, Bavmorda. Teaming up with the mercenary swordsman, Mad Mardigan, played by Val Kilmer, Willow attempts to keep Alora from the clutches of Babmorda's legions. It's full of magic, adventure, and it's just a hell of a lot of fun. Now, Willow wasn't exactly a big success upon its release, but over the years, it's become something of a cult classic, and rumors of a sequel pop up every so often. Last year, Willow director Ron Howard announced that development was underway on a sequel series destined for the Disney Plus streaming service. While speaking with Andy Cohen on a Sirius XM show, Howard said that the series is still in active development, and he's very optimistic about it. He said, I was in a two-hour story meeting last night. The writer John Kasdan is leading the charge. They have a great group of writers, and it's in very active development. The scripts are going great, so they have to get through the season and the budget, and so forth. There's no green light there yet, but I'm very optimistic about it. I love Kasdan's take on it. So, uh, Tony, I I think we're going to see a Willow series more than likely. Um, Would you expect to see Val Kilmer come back?
1: No, not in the shape he's in. I just don't see that happening. Now, he did have good news this last week. Uh, It seems like his cancer treatment's going well, and I know he's not one to really go out in public. I know when we did the Reno Pop Culture Con, he never – Never saw him. He was like a couple booths from us, and uh, yeah. never saw him at all. Well, so,
0: well, it's certainly good news. I mean, obviously, uh, he's been struggling. He had throat cancer. He hasn't looked great. But uh, you know, anything that gets him back up and around, you know, at least to the uh, the con circuit, I don't think we'll ever really see him act again.
1: No, I don't see him aside from just little bits and pieces, he was in Jay and Silent Bob uh, reboot.
0: That's right.
1: Like, like he, he was uh, Chronic, right? Yeah. He <laughs> was a blunt man. Blunt man. Chronic was uh, the Jay character. So. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so he was Blunt Man in it, yeah.
0: But yeah, even that was just a, a small cameo, not nothing major.
1: No, nothing major, no. He did, and he is, from what I hear, he's going to be in uh, Top Gun uh, Maverick, which... Um, don't know in what capacity, but uh, I did hear he was going to be in that. Now, we don't, unfortunately, get to watch that uh, for, oh, for man, I think it's July of next year it got delayed. It was supposed to be July, of, June of this year, didn't happen. Yep. December, didn't happen now there. So, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's supposed to be in it, and uh, you know, I don't, but I don't foresee him coming back for Willow.
0: No, probably not. maybe in a sort of a guest little cameo spot, but, but nothing major, though I did hear that Warwick Davis will have a a fairly major role in it, obviously you know the the show is titled after him, so
1: yeah hey, he looks pretty much the same, so maybe. he could be done. Yeah. He's
0: getting up there in age, but you know what he he could still pull it out but uh, in any case, so uh we'll we'll update you guys on anything we hear more about the uh Willow series streaming on Disney+. Plus. Now, it's that point in time that normally we would go into the box office report, but since there is no box office, there's no box office report. Something we have been doing in past episodes is something that we like to call behind the streams, where we talk about Mm -hmm. a show, something that maybe people aren't watching on any one of the streaming services, bring it to light, and uh, maybe turn you guys on to it. Tony, do we have music for that? I forget.
1: Yeah, it used to be that one that we do the uh, entertainment, entertainment music, news, but we're going to do this. So this should work if it's not delayed for too long.
0: And we're waiting. Okay, maybe. <laughs> there it is. And
1: <laughs> it's a little long, so I just hit the first button and it.
0: Was but that, yeah, you know,
1: it's the streaming.
0: Was that the X-Men it, theme?
1: Yeah, and it just kept going, though. Oh, okay. It was supposed to stop, but it didn't. Yeah,
0: that's all right.
1: Yeah, because well, normally we do a lot shorter version of uh, intro, but uh, not
0: that one. Yeah, that's all right. So uh, before, uh, not before, but for Behind the Streams, the show that I wanted to bring up this week is something that was released last week, last Friday, something I've been looking forward to, and uh, it is a new series of Transformers called Transformers War for Cybertron, subtitled Siege, because they're doing a trilogy series based on the toy line that's out right now. So uh, in any case, I was looking forward to it. The animation looked stellar. It looked fantastic. Obviously, it's a prequel series. It's, you know, the war uh, between the Autobots and the Decepticons before they make their way to Earth from the G1 series that you know and love. Now, uh, in watching it, I think I'm four episodes in. Each episode's about 25 minutes long, so about the length of an average uh, half hour. So
1: it's it's a small dosage, yeah.
0: It is. Um, uh, the animation is, is fantastic. Um, I, I have a couple problems with it. One, the voice acting, you know, I, uh, halfway expected, obviously, before I saw the trailer that you'd get the voices of Frank Welker and, uh, uh, Peter Cullen back to do, you know, the iconic voices of, of Optimus Prime and, and Megatron and the voice actors you have doing, it, and I couldn't even tell you who they are at this point, they try to do their best impressions of Peter Cullen and Frank Welker, but they miss the mark a little bit. So either one, make it your own, or two, just get the original voice actors to do it, but don't do oppression impression of the voice actors who do it. Uh, the second thing is the story is a little bit slower than I expected, you know, you expect something sort of fast paced, something in a world now where, you know, we expect a, a lot of sort of twists and turns and, and really developed storylines. Whereas this seems a little more close to G1, where, yeah, they've got sort of an overall arcing storyline. But for the most part, they look for just reasons to have some dialogue and then put the characters into battle and then have some more dialogue and then a little more battle and then try to push the story a little bit further from there. But uh, it's not as gripping as I wanted it to be. Now, with that being said is I'm uh, a huge Transformers fan. I'm very picky about, uh, uh, you know, the content, obviously, you know, the Michael Bay stuff was for the most part, pretty much garbage. But the last version of uh, the Transformers, uh, the CGI TV show Uh, Transformers Prime that was fantastic had uh, obviously the original voice actors but had a wonderful storyline I'm hoping this picks up a little bit and uh, helps complement some of the animation style that uh, they're they're doing pretty right in this
1: yeah I watched one episode of it and I thought it was okay it wasn't like you said it was a little slow for me Um, and, and I agree with you if you're gonna do I hate when they do you know, reboots of shows we like, and then they come back with people just trying to be like the person that preceded them. It's like, just just be yourself. Like, yeah, your- I I did cheat and I did look at the list and I didn't recognize a single voice actor on that, which is fine. They got to start somewhere. I think it's uh, you know, it's good, but same thing. You don't need to be like that. You know, mm-hmm. like come up with your own. It's 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 flattering, but when you're just. A, you know, like you're a diehard transformer fan, it takes away from it. And, and sometimes that is the case. It's going to be that way when the Simpsons come back, if they use any characters now that, uh, won't be voiced by Hank Azaria or, um, oh gosh, Harry, she- um, Harry Shear, right. Right. Is that his name? Yeah. Is, yep. they, like he does. So they each do so many characters, but if they're not what the ethnicity is of that character, they're not going yep. to do it no more. So, to me that's going to be somebody else that's going to try to have to fill that role. So after 30 years of hearing one voice, it's going to be very hard to buy into the next voice. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but with that being said, you know, I'm with you, man, the transformer show happy to see it on there, but uh, it wasn't, uh, nothing gripping. So
0: yeah, yeah. So I'm not,
1: not saying I won't watch it. I just, uh,
0: just telling it, them do know, better.
1: Do a little yeah, bit. no. Well, and the problem, my problem is, is like, so for me to have like a segment, you know, like of what am I watching in this downtime? And to be honest, between working evenings, doing the Phoenix radio show, doing pop culture, kaboom. And once in a while, getting to do our proton pack, I honestly haven't had a lot of time to watch shows, but in the, in between, Um, I've seen things like, uh, you know, I finished up watching The Last Dance because they released that on Netflix before it was on ESPN. Mm -hmm. But now that's on Netflix. Excellent documentary. It's 10 episodes. I got to finish watching that.
0: And for people Um, who don't know, it's the Michael Jordan documentary.
1: Yeah, it's so good. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, Lacey chimed in for – she said she's watching uh, Umbrella Academy – uh, season two was amazing she watched it twice uh yellowstone she mentioned is a good show mm-hmm. um they all sound good there's so many great shows and then you know when i'm doing the uh the radio shows where i'm prepping um, i got a tv right here and i've been putting on a lot of background noise so i've restarted how i met your mother that's been on in the background friends uh I've watched a couple of recommended uh, Netflix shows from um, friends and uh, uh you know the Epstein thing it was, it was a little weird and creepy. A little uh,
0: creepy
1: yeah. Yeah, a little a little on the uh too much for me kind of thing. A lot of <laughs> a lot of sickos out there. So no. but Netflix has got some really cool documentaries out there and then I've watched a lot of YouTube. So Uh, so to recommend anything for you guys, you know, I would listen to, you know, a couple of like Lacey's recommendations. Um, now's a real good time to get caught up on a lot of shows too. Um, uh, I wouldn't mind going back and watching Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, just, uh, not even a lot of like good movies. I can't tell you I've watched anything all that great lately. So, it's <laughs> well, kind of sad.
0: Yeah. And it's part of the reason we haven't done a Proton Pack uh, podcast show in a while. There, there's not a lot out there. It's just recently that these things have been starting to roll out a little bit. So,
1: yeah. You know, I will say um, in this room, I did put up, so I have Xfinity mm-hmm. and they gave me a free little internet box thing that has apps. Well, the TV in this room doesn't have apps built in like the other TVs do. So I plugged it in, tried it. It's wonky, <laughs> but it does stream. Well, It came with the peacock and, um, you know, I've kind of knocked the peacock cause I'm like, oh, it's another streaming service. So I get it free with my Xfinity internet. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of stuff on there. Really? There is. You can watch all the two and a half men. You can watch, uh, old old shows like cheers uh the office parks and rec 30 rock uh saturday night live the tonight show all the saved by the bells i ain't gonna lie while i was doing a lot of my stuff today (laughs) i actually went down a rabbit hole and got through four episodes of the college years um of uh saved by the bell so uh interesting all right yeah kind of weird but the peacock is surprisingly not bad
0: yeah. So, so there's a lot out there. It's just, you know, a matter of finding uh, what's good. And then, you know, obviously now that we are sort of back in the swing of things, we'll be able to catch up on a little bit more. That way uh, on the next episode, you know, we'll have something a little bit newer to bring you on. Yeah, if you strings, guys, but...
1: like Lacey had chimed in, Yellowstone Umbrella Academy. If there's other shows that Christian and I should be watching, let us know on our page, you know, to chime in, leave a message on the live stream, whatever, you know, yep. always looking for, Good shows. And that's a problem too. I got to get a show that hooks me. Right. Like I try to watch the order on Netflix, which is kind of like a teeny bop vampire type mm-hmm. thing. Mm. Not yeah, so much. I got, I, no, I made it through a few. Right, you know. Fair enough. If it doesn't, if it doesn't grip me, I can't get, I won't go back to it for a while.
0: Yeah. All right. Well folks, that does it for uh, behind the streams. Now uh, we will, sort of segue into something that else that we've been doing uh, new Blu-ray releases. So those of you who like to collect the home yeah. video, we do have those now. I forget, did we have a sound bite for this? Segment? Sure. Sounds familiar. If it works, if it plays, Oh my gosh. There we go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and uh i turned tony onto a, a new soundboard that uh hopefully i'll cut down on some of the delays for the sound bites on his end but you know what it's a live show it's it's all good
1: it's all good it's, yeah well it also didn't help on doing it off of the ipad onto there gotcha
0: oh, so it's a
1: little on the delay skis but uh nonetheless it's kind of working so
0: yeah, so new Blu-ray releases. Yeah, as we said, there's not a whole lot coming out, but uh, there are a few that are being released this upcoming Tuesday, August 11th. Starting off with a uh, IFC Films horror movie called The Wretched. Now, I assume that this is something that you probably at least watched the trailer to and covered on Pop pop Culture. Kaboom. I
1: have, yep.
0: Can you tell us anything about it. this movie?
1: Uh, other than it is wretched? Um, let's see it's oh yeah yeah so when we watched when i watched this trailer i just had to get a quick little synopsis to trigger so what happens is is the the there's these kids their dad and the new girlfriend go up to this mountain um cabin and then the dad has to go do it he works somewhere and he has to go work and they're stuck with the girlfriend well the girlfriend it's her cabin that she used to go to as a kid and there was a monster that used to terrorize her and her sister and now it's back and it's now terrorizing her again now with the kids and it's up to her to save the two kids as this demonic force, um, goes after them during a big snowstorm. Okay. Did That's, it, look- yeah, I, it looked, I gave it a, I think a so, so okay. on the pop culture rating, which is, which means like it was, it wasn't like something I'd go to the theaters for. But, you know, on-demand streaming, not too bad. Would I buy it? Probably not. But, you know, if I had some time, would I stream it? Sure.
0: All right. Fair enough. Uh, Another movie coming out on Blu-ray is How to Build a Girl. Couldn't tell you anything about that.
1: No, we did not cover that, but I'll give that one of these. Uh,
0: Based on the cover of it. Uh, You've got a uh, new Dakota Johnson movie called The High Note. Again. Have no mm. no idea. Apparently, ice cubes in it.
1: That's okay. I'm gonna give that one a. How about new?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is a, I assume Chinese language movie called Lucky Grandma.
1: Oh, Lucky Grandma! Be very, very good. I did. I get the movie on the Blu-ray. Then we go down to the Saigon Grill. We have a little barbecue. Oh, very good, Lucky Grandma. Good for you and everybody involved. But for <laughs> me, I have to say, how about no?
0: Probably not. Yeah. And then uh, the complete seventh season. Se- se- se-
1: Seven.
0: As I say on the Christian Phoenix radio show, words are hard.
1: Words are very hard.
0: As, uh, so anyway, uh, the complete seventh season of The Blacklist, starring James Spader or Ultron for you uh, comic and uh, geeky nerdy guys like us. Ultron. Oh, that Yay. reminds me of another movie that we tried to go back and watch. We had to 20-minute rule it, was uh, The Watcher with Keanu Reeves and uh, James Spade. Oh, okay. Terrible, huh? Not a good movie.
1: Not excellent? Whoa.
0: No, not excellent.
1: <laughs> Instead, it was definitely very, uh, very crappy. I don't have a button for that, uh, so...
0: I know Tony was fishing for the buttons, but. uh...
1: I was, but it didn't go. So it's okay. Oh, well.
0: All right. Well, folks, that does it for the Blu ray releases. Let's move on to our movie news. Hopefully, Tony does have the button ready for that little feature that we got. There we go.
1: Are you the key
0: master? F it up, fuzzball.
1: This baby hits 88 miles per hour. they serious
0: shit. <laughs> and exactly. Actually,
1: you can't, you can't. Yeah, actually, cusses in that one. You, I can't know. Say that. you can't say that on the radio, you son of a. Beep.
0: Boy, your thing is really. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's very delayed. <laughs>
0: But uh, that Doc Brown quote actually leads us to our first story in movie news, and it sort of bridges the gap a little bit uh, with what we were talking about in Blu-ray releases. So uh, there is a new Back to the Future trilogy 4K Blu-ray set that comes with what? a working tiny hoverboard. Stop. Yep, you heard you me correctly—a working hoverboard. So uh, one
1: point twenty-one gigawatts.
0: The Back to the Future movies are a timeless classics, in spite of the fact the most popular movie in the series, Part Two, is woefully outdated. I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. They got a lot of no. stuff right.
1: Since when did you become the physical
0: type? <laughs> we never did get the flying cars, self-lacing shoes, and the hoverboard. Twenty fifteen, future promised to us in the second movie, but that doesn't matter. The twenty fifteen Back to the Future Two seems charming and hopeful and even as it moves further into the past each day. Now, the 35th anniversary sets for the Back to the Future trilogy trilogy, present them in 4K for the first time. With both the PS5 and the Xbox Series X supporting 4K Blu-ray disc playback in models with optical media drive, there's really no reason why you shouldn't pick up this amazing trilogy set. Now, uh, if you don't plan on buying either of those, it's still probably worth getting the rest of the set since it includes the Blu-ray and digital copies of all three films. The Steelbook Edition is quite excellent, too. So if you're into Steelbook collecting, uh, it's a no-brainer. Now, no matter which edition you decide to pick up for pre-order, Amazon, see, I'm reading through this, In essence, the only thing I'm really excited about is the hoverboard. It's a little magnetic base hoverboard that, uh, you know, it has a little thing that it sits on, it slides back and forth. Um, Yeah, you can't ride it in real life, but uh, that's probably the most exciting part of it, considering most of us already have some sort of version of the Back to the Future trilogy.
1: Right. And for me, too, I was kind of just thinking this. uh, You know, I wish if you owned, like, the – like for voodoo example, that's where I have a lot of my, that's where all my digital copies go Mm to. And, uh, if you, it's like, if you already own the one version of the movie, you should be able to like up upgrade it. Like if you want 4k, there should be like a small up fee charge. Like, but you have to buy the whole thing again, just, Mm -hmm. just for the 4k. And it's, it gets pricey. Like, uh, a good example. You have to wait for the deals. Like last week they ran a massive Marvel deals. And, uh, And the uh, thing with that is uh, I was just told I'm quiet, you can't hear me. So hopefully you guys Uh can hear me. Hopefully you can. I don't know. It could be there's a fan going on, and I'm really sorry. It's 100 degrees in here, so that damn thing is going. I don't care. It's hot as hell in here. But what I was saying is uh, I was trying to speak up. Um, Yeah, they had uh, the Marvel movies, so I ended up buying – you know i only i didn't have all of the iron man on digital i had just iron man 2 i think but you know it was like for 20 bucks you could get all three of them in 4k so then i was just like well that's a good deal but with back to the future as much as i am uh, a little bit better okay i'm being told that's better so i don't know what happened with that but there you go um yeah lost my train of thought with that whole thing but uh Oh, back to few. Yeah. I, it yeah. just, it gets expensive to have to buy these things again just for the quality or, not you know, only yeah. that,
0: but you need the things to be able to play them. You need the 4k TV, you need the 4k player. Uh, you know, it's more than just getting the new version of the movie.
1: Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like I, I got lucky and I got a good deal. I have a 4k TV and, uh, the, the Xbox and the PlayStation, uh, um, is uh, definitely, sorry, I can't multitask tonight. The, uh, nonetheless, yeah, I have 4K. It works great. Blah, 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 blah. All
0: right, moving on. We were talking uh, Keanu Reeves and The Watcher. Not good, but what Keanu Reeves is good in is the John Wick series. And so John Wick 5 has been announced and will film back-to-back with the fourth movie starting early 2021. Now, Lionsgate CEO John Felthimer that's about full to see. say, says both films are in the scripting stage and they're hope to have been, uh, John Wick 4 ready for Memorial Day weekend in 2022. He said, we're also busy preparing scripts for the next two installments of our John Wick action franchise with John Wick 4 slated to hit theaters Memorial Weekend 2022. We hope to shoot both John Wick 4 and 5 back-to-back when Keanu becomes available early next year. Now Keanu Reeves was filming the fourth Matrix movie in Germany when production was shut down in March, although reports say that the actors are now back to filming. The John Wick universe continues to grow larger with the Continental TV series that's still on the way. It was announced earlier this year that the series will premiere after the fourth movie, but that was before John Wick 4 was pushed from 2021 to 2022. I'm looking forward to any John Wick project, whether it's the fourth movie, the Continental TV series, I love those movies.
1: Oh, absolutely. They just get better and better with each one, and uh, I'm excited that they're going to do a fourth and just fifth. Uh, like Keanu Reeves said, that he would keep doing it as long as people want to watch it, and obviously there's still a high demand, and I enjoy it. Uh, let us know what you guys think.
0: Yeah, the poor guy won't get to retire or spend time with his dog. but uh, no. Nope. As long as they keep making movies, I'll keep watching them.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, it's such a good action series, too. So violent and just well done.
0: <laughs> I like it. Yeah, fun to watch. Speaking of movies that have been pushed back, well, uh, Mulan is now set to skip theaters altogether, but will re- be released on Disney Plus in September. There is a caveat to that. So uh, Disney announced in an investor's call Tuesday that they will forgo a domestic theatrical release of their live-action retelling of Mulan in favor of a digital debut on Disney Plus on September 4th, 2020. Internationally, the film will open in cinemas in regions that don't yet have Disney Plus. Now, Mulan will premiere on Disney Plus on September 4th for a premium price of... $1
1: million. Right.
0: (laughs) $29.99. Yeah. So Ah. apparently uh, once Disney Plus subscribers pay that premium fee for the film, that it will remain in their library for the duration of the subscription to the streaming service. So it's not like the premium video on demand right now where you get to rent it once. You have it for 24 hours so you can watch it as many times as you want within 24 hours, and then you lose it. At least the good no, uh, news here is that uh, you know when you get it, it'll stay in your queue or in your uh, ability to watch it from then on. The rest oh, of well, us- Oh, well that's
1: plus. It's kind of like owning it, but not.
0: Yeah. The rest of us who don't pay the $29.99 won't get to see it until later on. Now they don't say how long that will be following that. Obviously the main reason is they want people to pay $29.99. But uh, I don't know. I was looking forward to the movie. I may have gone to the theater to see it, but I'm not shelling out thirty bucks to watch it on Disney Plus.
1: No, definitely not. I can a understand what they're trying to do. Um, I could see them uh, doing like fifteen dollars would be fair. Twenty mm. that you could kind of justify a family price for that. Thirty steep. It is it's really steep.
0: And I get Um, the value added of having it, you know, there available to you after that. But at the same time, hell, I'm just going to wait and watch it later on. I'm I'm not chomping at the bit to see it right when it comes out.
1: No, I don't even think I don't even know if I could do that if Black Widow ended up being that way. Right.
0: That'd be steep. Ooh, yeah, that's a tough call.
1: That would be a tough one. Well, I gotta have to think about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, but for those of you who do want to see it, at least you know when. You kind of
1: sweet the deal, knowing that you can keep it in the queue. That, that's probably not so bad. It's kind of like owning it.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. But uh yeah, September fourth. So if you are really looking forward to it, you can shell out thirty bucks to see it starting then. Well, let's move from from one reboot to another reboot. Seth Rogen's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot will attempt to hone in on the teenage elements of the character. What? Yeah. Paramount and Nickelodeon announced the CG animated TMNT movie reboot last month. And Rogan who is producing recently told Collider that the movie will use the teenage aspects of it as a jumping off point. He said the movie will make sure to hone in on that element, but that it won't disregard the mutant Ninja Turtles part. He's quoted as saying as a lifelong fan of Ninja Turtles, weirdly the teenage part of teenage mutant Ninja Turtles was always the part that stuck out to me the most. And as someone who loves the teenage movies, or loves teenage movies and who's made a lot of teenage movies and who literally got their start in the entire profession by reading, writing a teenage movie. The idea of kind of honing in on that element was really exciting to us. I mean, not disregarding the fact, uh, not disregarding the rest.
1: Words words are hard.
0: They are, (laughs) but really using that as just kind of a jumping off point for the film. So, uh, you know, Seth Rogen is obviously behind it. I feel that he'll probably do it a lot of justice, hearkening back to what we grew up with because he is of sort of that same age category, but he's right. He made a living off of, you know, these sort of raunchy teenage comedies. And, you know, I, I think it'll be a good jumping off point for him.
1: Well, I think it's going to be good. Now, this also depends on what they look like. The look is everything. Yeah. And if those th- live action ones, they weren't terrible. Like they actually weren't that bad of movies um the second one was uh, out of the shadows that one was a little bit better than the original yeah uh but i just i hated the look of them <laughs> hated i would have taken the muppet stuff from the early 90s over that crap that we got with the cgi and michael bay yeah but uh overall you know i think it's in good hands with seth rogan i i think you're gonna always do uh series uh they're true the the best way is uh when you're a true fan of this series. And I think that's a good thing. It's not a bunch of Hollywood writers just sitting in there kind of like, Oh, well maybe we should do this or, you know, like rise of the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles was trying to fit with too much of the me too movements and the, all this other stuff going on. And it just.
0: Right. Introducing. yeah, new villains that nobody's uh, you know familiar with. You know, hopefully yeah, this one sh- sticks with you know Rocksteady, Bebop, Shredder.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. You know, uh, Baxter. Well, Stuck, what they
1: should have just done with that at that point is just you you created everything else. Why didn't you just create new characters? Why wasn't it just its own show? Yeah. Probably would have done better.
0: Yep. But all that goes to say that as we get more information as it comes out, we will let you guys know. Hopefully we'll get a trailer here shortly. The nice thing is it's not something that they have to go and film in live action. So, uh, you know, animation seems to be a a thing that's being moved along a little bit quicker than anything else, given the age that we're living in.
1: Yeah. We have Lacey. She's chimed in and she told me they, she could do it for, she could do it for Ghostbusters. No. I'm, I'm, ta- I'm taking like, could you direct Ghostbusters and make it better? Is that what you're saying, Lace? Oh, no, um, no. she's probably that... talking
0: about the premium video on demand.
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay, that's that's what it is. I, I was like, what? Could you direct it? I mean, that's cool if you could. I'd watch it. <laughs> you're my friend. I, I would trust it. But yeah, I would. Uh, 30 bucks to watch Ghostbusters Afterlife.
0: I don't know. I mean, I, I don't
1: know. I, I don't probably know.
0: would, but I really want to see it in theaters.
1: The paint, 29 99 Geez, Tony, keep up. I'm a little slow, okay? I, I don't know what it is. I feel run down today. So
0: That's all right. All right, let's move on from movies to something I know we definitely don't have a theme for. We're talking toys. Yeah, we, every once in a while, we'll cover toys on here, in this case, games. Oh, uh,
1: here, I have a Toy Story button. That's all I got. Oh, shut up.
0: <laughs> that was rude, Woody. It's <laughs> rude. All right. What we are talking about is a new card game from Funko called Gremlins Holiday Havoc.
1: <laughs> a...
0: <laughs> so it seems that Funko, a Funko Pop Funko. fame, has created an officially licensed Gremlins card game called Gremlins Holiday Havoc, and it'll be available September thirtieth. You can really? pre-order it now. The official description: the Gremlins have gone from cute Christmas gift pets to mini monsters causing havoc around town. And you must stop them. Flip over the cards to reveal favorite creatures from the classic movie. If you see a match, pounce fast score. But beware, other players are on the prowl. Whatever you do, don't get them wet, or your chance of losing or your chance of losing multiplies. Ah, gotcha. All right. It includes That's a, a good pun there. F- yep. Includes fast-paced card-slapping action, is a frenetic fun for the whole family. Card illustrations feature 10 different Gremlin images, plus the iconic gizmo. Contains five location cards inspired by the movie, including Dory's Tavern. Game contents, 50 Gremlin cards, five gizmo cards, four multiply cards, five location cards, one sunrise card, and instructions. It is for ages eight and up. For three to five players and a 15 minute long gameplay. You can't do two players? That's a little strange. It is strange that you have to have three players minimum to play this.
1: Yeah, and that's kind of tough because, uh, do you like, do you often have three people?
0: Right. It's not like Jesse and I could sit down and play it. It's, you know, we need a third.
1: Yeah. Um,. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I like Gremlins, but uh I have nightmares, man. Stripe's like there's that image of Stripe with his gun. Ooh. Ah!
0: Well even worse is him popping out of the uh the fountain. You At know, the end? oh that was scary. That's a movie that yeah. I've gone back and recently rewatched and it, it holds up. Yeah, there are some cheesy parts. But, yeah,
1: there's uh, cheesy. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know the yeah, double breasted suits. Though.
1: <laughs> That All Kevin right. Klein's lucky man. Phoebe Cates is hot.
0: Yeah, she still is too. We had to look her up. You know, Phoebe Cates, you are, 2019, it, 2020. Yeah.
1: Was it June? We went back and watched that. I think so. You kind of got you got me on the kick this summer. This summer, I've watched a lot of older movies, and I, and I, and I keep telling myself, I'm like, oh, you should write a review and see if it still holds up. But uh, then in comes the I don't have a lot of time. Then I doze off
0: and <laughs> kind of forget about it. All right. Well, tell you what, let's move on to the next one. So that way you don't doze off, but uh, sticking with toys, the Lego Nintendo, (laughs) Lego Nintendo entertainment system. uh, The NES system is now available. 80s and 90s kids with discretionary income will want to take a look at this. The Lego Nintendo entertainment system is now available for purchase from the Lego store for eh, only $229 and (laughs) and ninety nine cents. I know. It's not cheap, but this is an intricate set that can bring back childhood memories of sitting in the glow of a CRT television, NES controller in hand. Can you really put a price on that? Well, it turns out you can at $229.99. The set is currently exclusive to the Lego store. Uh, Word is that next year it will go out to other retailers. Now, uh, ringing in at 2,646 pieces, this set has all kinds of bells and whistles. It includes, I've got an ant crawling on me. Wow. It includes a it's buildable
1: it's right?
0: A buildable NES controller with a working cartridge tray and lid, as well as it says a controller. Oh, buildable NES console. Help if I actually read it correctly. You'll also build a Super Mario Brothers cartridge, and it even inserts into the block constructed console. Finally, there is a cathode ray tube television that has a crank on the side, turn the crank, and a portion of Super Mario Brothers World 1-1 scrolls by. And if you pick up the Lego Super Mario Adventure Starter Course, you can place the Mario figure from that set into a slot on top of the TV. The figure will then play the Mario theme and react to on-screen enemies as you scroll on by.
1: Hey, when you die, does it do this? That, well, that was actually the game over part, but <laughs> I don't know. All I know is it looks freaking cool, man. Like looks- I, I would I, I, can't justify dropping two hundred and twenty nine dollars on it. That's too much. Uh, but this thing is really cool. I mean, just uh, say, you know, just to build this thing. I mean, but the fact that you can't really play it. In, uh, it's just a cool conversation piece. It's kind of like it if is. you won the lottery, which, by the way, wink, wink, nod, oh, yeah. nod. Uh, if you're watching and you tune into the Phoenix Show tomorrow, uh, that is the call-in topic. 9:15 uh, a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Shameless plug there. But uh, yeah, Always if you had spare money, see if you have spare money to just burn and go through, then this is an excellent buy. I'm a huge fan of Nintendo everything. I love to collect, but the only way I would get this is if I, again, if I had gift cards or uh, somebody got for me as a gift, or if I just really had just super uh, disposable money that was just burning a hole in my pocket, which, which I don't. We don't. So, yep. so I'm going <laughs> to have to, I'm going to have to say no due to the price, but Damn, does it look cool.
0: Right. I may put it on my Christmas list this year,
1: but. Yeah, I like the little crank. There's, so if you guys, you can't see this on here, but there's a uh, old TV. If you picture back, if, you're, uh, if you grew up with the Nintendo and you had that big TV, it's kind of got, you got a little crank thing on the side and it takes Mario through as if you're playing
0: Super Mario Bros, which
1: is really, really cool.
0: It is. A yeah. um, little on the interactive side.
1: Lacey said, uh, hard to justify 220 for a Lego system when the original Nintendo was only $189.
0: <laughs> Good point. Touché. Yes, but how much was, was the a... TV to play it? Because this includes that.
1: Oh, we were kids. We didn't have to buy it. Our parents did. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, we're moving off from toys into video games. Tony, get that uh, button ready because we are talking about video game news before we close out the show.
1: Come on, this thing's so late. Hey, man, you want to play some video games? I
0: So, something that has been uh, a lot of stuff's been released, obviously, um, during the time of coronavirus when it comes to video games. Uh-oh. You said the word. I did. Let's see how deleted. I it guess
1: is. what is? <laughs> coronavirus.
0: <laughs> all that goes to say that Microsoft has revealed a new version of its Microsoft Store for Xbox, which will start being released to insiders on August 5th and arrives this fall for all users. Shown off on the Xbox Wire blog, the store is a complete redesign and clearly a newer version of the store design that leaked in June, which should be twice as fast to load, easier to search, and safer. I don't know what it means by safer, but the post only mentions this store uh, with regard to Xbox One, but we previously heard that the Xbox Series X will have the same UI as Xbox One, so we may well be looking at the next-gen store as well. Um, and we'll post it up on our website that there's a bunch of screenshots. It looks a little bit easier to navigate. I don't exactly know what it means by safer, but uh, if you are an Xbox uh, one user or even uh, looking at getting the Xbox series X, um, yeah, it'll be a whole new look to it.
1: It's probably mean safer for the, like the younger, for like the kids and stuff. So they don't end up with like the adult content, like the violent games, the shoot 'em ups and stuff like that. Um, The way it is now, it used to be, I used to love the, uh, the user, uh, the, like how to get around on it It was, it was pretty cool. Mm. Um, and they've updated, it's changed, but the current one is confusing. I fired it up last night and I played Xbox for the first time, uh, since I don't know ever the beginning. (laughs) I can't remember the last time I did it. Um, but yeah, it was kind of a pain in the ass to navigate the thing. So, Hmm. Um, but you know, it was cool. I went back. What game did I go and play? It was that memorable. i <laughs> tell you what game I played last
0: night. Well, it looks like come August, uh, that'll change a little bit. Now, uh, Tony, oh, do, you, do you have the metal uh, slug? <laughs> oh, ooh, that's a fun game. Do you have the game pass or the game pass ultimate?
1: Yeah, so they had a deal where you could, uh, if you bought the Game Pass, they gave you like some, it like merged with your uh, gold. So whatever you had on Xbox Live Gold would be doubled. So I have it, uh, the Ultimate Game Pass through like June of next year. Oh, so it's cool. it's really cool because you do get access to a lot of games. Like that's how I was able to play Streets of Rage Four. I didn't buy it, but it was included. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2's on there. And the only downside. Oh. Is you gotta download these games to your hard drive. man, some of these games are so big. Like I have not jumped on the Call of Duty Warzone bandwagon. It's mm. a free download. And I'm using air quotes free <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast later. Um, but uh, that thing is a hundred and freaking thirty gigs or Oof. something like it's too big. So I didn't I didn't even download it, it was too That's, much. Yeah. That means I'd have to delete so many games off the freaking hard drive and it's just like, forget it.
0: Well, hopefully this will take the place of that. I don't know if that's actually what it is, but uh, Xbox Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers will be able to begin streaming select titles to their smartphones and tablets through Project xCloud starting on September 15th at no additional cost. In a new blog post, Xbox announced the release date for when its xCloud streaming service will be available to Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate is uh, Microsoft's premier version of the video game subscription service, Game Pass, which includes both console and PC Game Pass libraries, Xbox Live Gold and now xCloud. Project, (coughs) excuse me, Project xCloud is Xbox's foray into cloud streaming which will allow users to stream games directly to their smartphone or tablet. Furthermore, everything tied to your Xbox account, including achievements, friends, game saves, progression, player profile, and controller settings will carry over with you on the new Xbox Game Pass app. Uh, Tony, is that something you're looking forward to?
1: I am. I'll definitely try it out and let you guys know what I think of it. Um, I've always wanted them to do when they announced that like, you could do the game pass on uh, your PC. Um, Cause they do have a PC laptop and uh, you know, it'd be nice if the games you bought on live. So like the arcade games, you know, like I wish you could take those and play them on the go. Kind of like the Nintendo switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of the joy of the switch, right? You download it, you play it wherever you go. And, and I kind of think the same thing for the Xbox, but it's not the case. It's like the PC version only certain games you can do on both. And um, so this one, you know, looks pretty cool based on uh, they're saying uh, you can play uh, Gears Five, Halo Five, uh, Hellblade, oh. Minecraft Dungeons, which I would not play, and <laughs> Sea of Thieves, which is an Arby bady pirate. <laughs>
0: Oh, that sounds pretty cool though. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of this will start coming together when the uh, series X actually comes out.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll let you guys know it, uh, I'm hoping it's cool. I mean, they're definitely, uh, rolling out some new things before they launch uh, the next Xbox, uh, uh, this fall. So, we'll see. and that actually, before we did the show, that actually leaked, um, they, they leaked some images of it. Uh, so oh, nice. they have different models coming out that they didn't announce yet, but somebody leaked them. So well,
0: I, my guess is by the time we do our next proton pack podcast, we'll have some more details. And then from there, yes. we'll be able to tell you guys about it. Now, speaking of things that are coming to Xbox as exclusives, This next one is exciting. If you were a kid like us, grew up in the NES age, this is a game that I actually got into a fist fight with my brother over um, when it came out and is certainly regarded as one of the hardest video games ever. We're talking Battletoads. Yes, Battletoads is back. Heck yeah. And it's releasing quite soon now that the game from Delala Studios and Rare has been given an August 20th release date. That's 11 days from now. A surprise announcement announcement on Friday included the news of the release date and a trailer showing off the return of Battletoads while highlighting some of the features players can expect, like single-player and multiplayer components. The game supports up to three players at once, and it's coming to the Xbox One family of devices, will be an Xbox Game Pass uh, game right when it launches, and the uh, launch on the PC platform will include a Steam release. It's been a long time since Battletoads returned in their own property, despite making appearances in other games since their last mainline appearance. For those less familiar with the franchise, given how long it's been, Microsoft reintroduced players to the cast of the game and the brawls players will encounter when Battletoads releases later in August. Um, it includes the characters Zitz, Rash, and Pimple as they fight the dark queen and her abominable allies now it is a platformer side scroller beat 'em up game that uh, as i mentioned the original was so so hard to beat hopefully this one's not quite as difficult
1: yeah and it's in an animated form so if you guys know about like the ducktales reboot it, the animation looks very similar to that it does in my yeah. opinion based on that um which looks great um I think it's done by rare. They haven't done a game now. It's crazy that it came out of left field. It's just like, Oh, well, we have this new Battletoads game. that comes out in a few weeks. You want to play it? And even better is it's going to be on the Xbox game pass. So that means it's going to be like streets of rage four was for me, where I'd be able to, I'll be able to play it day one without yeah. paying for, cause I pay for the service. Um, this is something I think it would behoove Microsoft and Rare to release on the Nintendo switch, like I get yep. it don 't put it on the PlayStation, right obviously Xbox and playstation are about the, they 're they're true competitors they 're essentially you know aside from exclusives they 're about the same type of machine where the switch is kind of its own deal i uh, 'm sure it tries to have some of those big name games that your PlayStation or your Xbox has, but it, this would be one of these. I think, awesome games if you can get it on the Nintendo Switch.
0: I agree. You know, it's uh, I traded my Xbox One in a long time ago for a PlayStation 4. Sort of bummed it's not coming cross-platform. But I do have a Switch as well, so with any luck, maybe I'll have to wait a little bit longer, but we'll see it on Switch before long.
1: Yeah, and I and I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't happen down the line. Uh, the Switch doesn't have a lot of games lined up coming out this year, and um, in fact, like Cuphead, that, mm-hmm. that was a Microsoft game, that's coming out, you know, that came out on the Switch eventually. And surprisingly enough, that's actually just released on the PlayStation 4 as well. So yeah. um, it wasn't made by Microsoft, but it was an Xbox exclusive for a long time. So... Uh, very cool to see, you know, like this could happen. I mean, Rare is a Microsoft owned developing studio. So, and them and Nintendo actually just released if you're a Switch, uh, you do the online. Donkey Kong Country just came out as uh, the last month's uh, Super Nintendo yeah. game. Thank oh, you. Such
0: a fun so, game, too.
1: Yeah, and that was still clearly made by Rare. So,
0: yep. All right, switching from Battletoads to DC superheroes, and in this case, super villains. I'm excited about this announcement so batman arkham series developer rocksteady has announced that it is working on a suicide squad video game and will announce further details on august 22nd as part of dc fandom dc comics digital fan event a suicide squad game was first considered a possibility following the end of batman arkham origins developed by WB Games Montreal, which featured a post credit scene in which Deathstroke is asked by Amanda Waller to join the Suicide Squad. In the years since Rocksteady shipped Batman Arkham Knight, there have been rumors suggesting the studio has been working on a Suicide Squad game, but no official word from the development team or publisher WB Games. Those rumors arose once again last month with the suggestion that the game's full name may be Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Although the poster art featured in the tweet above, and we'll post it on the thing, just says Suicide Squad. The logo, however, is arranged as a crosshair over Superman's head, so it certainly looks like the Suicide Squad have it out for the Justice League. Now, that's the Super Smash Melee I'd love to play out in a video game. You know, Rocksteady does an awesome job with their Batman Arkham series. I've no doubt that this is going to be so much fun.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. This DC fandom, we didn't talk about it on this. uh, So, again, shameless plug, tune into the entertainment news tomorrow. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, There might be a reference to that. Uh, Not that I'm trying to save it from the show, but our show had a lot of uh, meat on this bone uh, for this episode. But uh, we'll cover the DC fandom in the next episode because it will have happened by then, I would imagine. And – they, we we don't intend to make it. You wait like two months again. There seems to be a nice little flow of entertainment stuff again. Exactly. So we might be able to do these a little more frequently. Not as frequent as before, but a little more. And uh, I, I'm excited, man. I think uh, this DC fandom event is going to make up where a comic, where Comic Con uh, at home lacked.
0: Exactly. I think
1: I think it's going to be kind of like you'll see probably a Marvel version. Um, or D twenty
0: three, yeah,
1: yeah. Nintendo's got a big one there. Surprising, from what I've been following, they're about to drop something big later this month. Uh, that's going to shock some people. So, and
0: interesting. I
1: really think it's going to be a lot of Mario related stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of good stuff coming out. But Rocksteady makes excellent games. Because remember, before the Rocksteady Batman games. It wasn't a real good Batman game
0: at all. No, not at all. So
1: uh, I like this. This is a good, uh, good path for the Suicide Squad. Um, and then on top of that, you got James Gunn doing a, a reboot. He released the logo, which is very true to the comic book. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited. There's some good stuff coming up uh, in the land of DC, which is not something you could typically say.
0: Exactly. Well, let's move on to our final story, not only on the Proton Pack podcast, but also in video game news. We talked some exciting uh, DC video games. Now let's talk some exciting Marvel video games. PlayStation has confirmed that Spider-Man will be coming to Marvel's Avengers as a free PlayStation exclusive. Spider-Man will be released post-launch, so he won't be available when Marvel's Avengers is released on September 4th. In a new PlayStation blog post, Marvel's Avengers confirmed that Spider-Man will be added to the playable roster in early 2021 at no additional cost to anyone who owns the base game. As previously leaked, Spider-Man will be exclusive to PlayStation owners. A leaked retail listing previously seemed to indicate that Spider-Man would be an exclusive DLC character for Marvel's Avengers. Now the retailer clarified that the listing was erroneous that appears to be damage control for a real leak. Marvel's Avengers previously announced the other post-launch DLC characters like Hawkeye, but unlike Spider-Man, Hawkeye will not be exclusive to any one system. Now, the uh, beta is out right now for Marvel's Avengers for those who have pre-ordered. Neither Tony or I have, but uh, as far as I understand, next weekend is when we can get access to it as a non-pre-order fan.
1: Yeah, I look forward to playing this. The more I read about it, the more awesome it just looks. Um uh there's just people that have been saying it's been great from what I've been reading. Um and you gotta understand, like yeah, it sucks if you if you have just the Xbox version and you wanna play as Spider Man, uh you're gonna need the P S version. And the reason yep. is is Sony has the rights to Spider Man and uh there you go. That's yep. that's the big reason. I mean Certain games you can still play as Spider-Man. Luckily, like the uh, Lego uh, Marvel games, you were mm-hmm. able to for some reason, or the fight like the Capcom ones where you can f- play a Spider-Man. But uh, yeah, this one uh, is just uh, a way to drive for the PlayStation. So they must have struck a deal somehow, which which is good. They have the rights. They have their own Spider-Man game. You can only get on the PS4, and uh, mm-hmm. that and a new, one is, yeah, a new one coming.
0: Yeah, new one coming to the PS5. But, uh, yeah, you know, the whole come... reason
1: why I have the PS4 was for MLB and uh, the Uncharted series and, um, and Spider Man. Uh, Spider-Man. That was the only reason why I got that.
0: Well, uh, come our next Proton Pack podcast, we will have played the beta for you guys. We'll report yes. on that and let you know how it is. And, yeah, looking forward, obviously, to the September 4th release. But uh, in any case, you know, it, it looks like fun. And as I said, there's a lot more stuff coming out in this time of coronavirus for those that are video game. Fans, oh you said the word like again us. i did let's see if it's not too far delayed oh
1: it's it's delayed yeah uh, coronavirus! There you go.
0: Coronavirus! <laughs> well folks that does it for another episode of the proton pack podcast we apologize that it's been so long but as always yes. love when you guys interact when you let us know what you think always be sure to subscribe and download and uh, we will be back sooner rather than later with a brand new episode. Tony, is there anything you want to say going out?
1: I just want to say thanks for everybody for tuning in. Uh, it's been a while since we've done it. Uh, the Cobwebs are very much uh, alive and well on this show. Uh, Lacey, tune in. She said good show. Thanks Thank you. For the feedback, uh, share it, you know, uh, hopefully the uh, podcast gets out there and, uh, we just want you to know that even though we do the Phoenix show daily, uh, we still like to do this show too. And uh, we really enjoy it. Sorry, it's a little late. it's uh, So I'm a little lethargic, which sucks. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, looking forward to the next one and uh, get the wheels back going. So uh, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. And uh, other than that.
0: Tony's going to push be... the button and in about 10 minutes. We'll get the outro.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> literally okay well that was that so uh <laughs> it
0: went everything would've...
1: crap it crapped out like i am pressing uh the button here so here's this is what i work the soundboards with spoiler alert and uh you know usually you hit a button and it uh and it works should, but should play but it's not doing <laughs> it so with that being said um
0: have a wonderful evening. It doesn't work, but you know it wouldn't be a proton pack podcast episode without a few technical difficulties. Make like, whoa! All right, (laughs) whoa! All right, guys. We'll see you next time.